Welcome back to another episode of The Monthly. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh, joined by my co-host, Jay. How's it going? Pretty good. How about yourself? Not not too bad. Not too bad. It is a thousand degrees, but that's... Yeah. that's... <laughs> AC is on full blast at my place right now in uh, LA area. Yeah, I, it's the same here, so if you hear any sort of vents kind of going, <laughs> like... It, I'm not being attacked by a by a storm bird. It is literally just air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so this is the monthly. As I said, we are a podcast that re- that releases every week on iTunes, Google Play, any sort of uh, podcasting aggregating uh, hosting area. And what mm-hmm. we do is we pick a game every month, and we each week we do um, a section about a different aspect of those games. So first week will be overview. Second week. We'll go into story or gameplay. You know, we'll figure it out based mm-hmm. on the game. Um, obviously, we I don't think we'll be going into like Street Fighter's story as heavily as we would its gameplay, for instance. <laughs> hey, hey, Chun Li's got some good motivation. Yeah, like, there, <laughs> I, I, I know there's there's a bit they lay, they lay some story in, but obviously, <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, this month is Horizon Zero Dawn, and mm-hmm. boy, do I love this game. More the more we talk about it, the more I'm like. God, I want to. I want to like start a new game. Yeah, uh, and jump back in. Yeah, I, I, I'd be really scared to do that too, because <laughs> that's that's just an immediate forty hours just sunk right into the ground. Well, this is this is the interesting thing, and I guess it would tie into this week, which is future like forecast slash wish list and predictions. Is I would right off the bat, I'll I'll, I'll start with one of my wish lists. Is if it had like a new game plus. Where you can take your progress that you're at and then go through the game or some form of the game again on like a harder difficulty, but like not having to get everything all over again. Yeah, I would I would really love that. And I, I find like that's something I'm always hoping for with every really good single player story driven game is like a new game plus mode. Because I feel the first time you play through a game, you're kind of stressing out about how how you're going to beat things and having new game plus mode. It's like. It's like playing the game on easy without playing it on easy, because I mean, if you you amp the difficulty up, at least you know, like, oh, okay, I gotta I gotta do this, and especially with the mechanics of this game, like it, it just feeds into that. Well, I feel like the thing with the new game plus that they, it could be taken advantage of. I, I'm not as experienced with a variety of games that have taken advantage of that, but mm-hmm. what I what, what comes to my mind is like you could. You have familiarity now, which is a big advantage in and of itself because going in the first time, you don't know what is a scarce resource. You don't know what is lethal and how lethal certain things are or how non-lethal certain things are or or the significance of certain items that you come across and everything. So coming into the second round with that knowledge gives you an edge already on that existing like landscape. I think the way that they could counter that would be going i don't know becoming more unforgiving with some of the things <laughs> like obviously the difficulty raise that or incorporate certain parameters like now this encounter has a time limit you have to you have to take out the encampments within like 15 minutes <laughs> you know this is kind of reminding me of the fact that you've been playing the destiny yearbook recently <laughs> cuz oh yeah huh? the, the, these sort of like challenges that it's just like you can only Take out a like stormbird using a knife. <laughs> like, hmm. Yeah, I would say I sh- Destiny's uh, raids have some pretty interesting and hellacious challenge modes. Like they'll be like, oh, uh, a given encounter, no one person can hold like X item 
more than once. So everyone mm-hmm. has to participate versus the first, like when you go through it normally, you could be like, all right, you're good at it. You do the, the hold the sword bearing or whatever, right, right. because you understand it. But now it's like, all right, shit, everyone's got to step their game up. <laughs> I think that sort of, I would say, yeah, some of that I've seen what Witcher has something right. Mm-hmm. Where it's new game plus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm tra- what are some other games that have a good, well, I mean, reason to jump back in. The the granddaddy of them all, which I, I say with like very hollowed breath, Chrono Trigger. That that is like the definitive best new game plus mode ever because they gave you endings, right? Oh like you yeah. Basically, okay. you restart the game and you're like, okay, I have all my stuff. I have the rainbow sword. I can use flare. Everything is copacetic. But now I have to find a way to get the sixteen to twenty some odd endings that this game actually has in store. That's that was my favorite new game plus mode. As much as I like challenges, like that was one of those cool things where it's just like, okay, now figure it out. Like, at what point in the timeline do you have to step back and kill the final boss to trigger an ending? You know, that was yeah. that was like childhood well, new game plus. <laughs> so my question with that, I'm not. I, I've played a little bit, but I've never completed Chrono Trigger. So um, forgive me if I'm asking <gasps> some. some <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you're the resident video game curmudgeon oh my but... god dude <laughs> that's 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 blasphemy that's I... that's that's pretty close man I, I don't i don't know if we can be friends <laughs> this might be our last episode folks i'm sorry the, the cliffhanger we're gonna the, i need to get the alternate ending where i do play car trigger <laughs> <laughs> and jay wow. stays my friend yes yes but okay fine you know all right <laughs> taking in a breath Okay, you haven't completed Chrono Trigger, so what were you going to go... What was your... So my, sort of... my question about the New Game Plus with the alternate endings, uh, I know other games have taken that model of alternate endings, but in the process of getting to that other ending, how different is the path to it, to the end game? Uh, quite different, actually. So okay. the, the reason why Chrono Trigger is as like loved as it is is because it did something that not a lot of games really do, uh, even currently, which is... In order to get to this ending, they give you absolutely no cues on how to get to said ending. So the game basically plays exactly the same. The main thing in plus mode that's added is that you have the time machine throughout the entire game now. And you can warp to the final boss at any moment in time. So you can be playing the game and you can get to the second act and be like, all right, I'm going to go fight the final boss. And I mean, one of the endings is even like as soon as you start the game, the moment Chrono wakes up. You walk to the fair and you tr- you do the final boss right away, oh, and that okay. gives you another ending. So it's um, it's not spelled out for you. You know, like video games. No, this this goes back to the whole like I'm the video game curmudgeon of this team, <laughs> but like games these days do a whole lot of hand holding. Like they they tell you exactly what you need to do to get X, Y, and Z because you know we like to chase those achievements. We want to get every ending, but back then when there were no such thing as achievements. The developers like to throw shit like that in all the time. Like, one of the endings was a special developer ending where, like, you actually got to see the full cast and crew of Chrono Trigger walking around in all their pixeled glory. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, okay. so, and, like, if you cumulatively take all of the time it takes to do the other endings, you've basically played the game five more times. Okay. <laughs> so no, that, I, I do find merit to that. That is pretty cool. I would yeah. I would definitely love to see. I don't know how that would play into this game with right. alternate endings. Um I mean I could see maybe 
at most i could see maybe like four or five different things play out depending like it could maybe they could play it similar to like a mass effect where depending on which tribes quests you've completed they make it out of the the final exp- like confrontation or they mm-hmm. don't and then now the landscape maybe for a sequel is different or the way that the territories are broken up is changed yeah. um yeah i could see that i could see that i'm trying to think of other ways maybe like if you didn't come out on top uh yeah i could see a handful of ways that could work that'd be cool but yeah. um aside from that i'm trying to think of other things that i'd want like this i'm just going wish list first <laughs> and then we could we could maybe go into where what we could realistically see besides our dream list i mean hopefully um, we see our dream list in there but my my dream list honestly would be a multiplayer mode that lets you use a customized avatar um i know multiplayer will like mess things up but like uncharted cool. does it okay okay like, so you're talking like, like, la- a, like a multiplayer like um, uncharted or last of us like Naughty yeah style? yeah yeah like definitely like naughty dog style i mean the the one thing that always bugged me about naughty dog uh like multiplayer is that it's like you never had like an avatar player right which yeah. you know this goes back to the whole aloy joke but like <laughs> being able to like i could personally see myself like having a character that looks like they're from the bonnock tribe Right, yeah, like have that cool it. armor. You know, you pick the build. This like they have thousands of character models in this game. Like you easily could just like select a few, and then that's like your character model. You know, and then like you as you fight, you can unlock armor, and the armor doesn't necessarily help. It's just the aesthetic, but it would just be really cool. Like I'd love to see these sort of like kind of tribal wars that happen, right? Or or oh, and this this would be like <laughs> top of the wish list, a horde mode. That's what I had on my list. <laughs> Like, I want oh. so okay. I think multiplayer. If they really want to create a suite of like awesome options, first they could maybe have like uh, I don't know if it would be a main story, but they could have mm-hmm. like a like a separate deal. I'd maybe put it as a DLC, either yeah. for this or for the a, a side section of the next one. Have mm-hmm. a co-op mode where it's like you play as two hunters alongside each other doing story missions or completing certain objectives like you have to take down the thunder jaw but it take like it's a mega thunder jaw and you gotta like (laughs) one person's distracting it and the other one's dismantling it and so on and so forth um i think a horde mode would be fan fucking tastic like if you get like four hunters Mm -hmm. and then you just wave after wave after wave all of like all these different beasts and like they, they could have different uh um What's it called? Uh, ability modifier, like modifiers, mm-hmm. sort of like uh, I think what was it? Uh, uh, Borderlands did it. Yep. The yep. the uh, Mad Moxie's arena where it's like every four um, waves completed, you reach the next like level or, mm-hmm. or rank or whatever. And then if you lose, you don't quit. You don't get dropped out. You just go back. Yeah, yeah. I would. Oh my god. <laughs> Like that would be my favorite thing in the entire world. That would and be like playing a horde mode of Monster Hunter. Exactly what that would end up being. Yeah, exactly. Like if you could get four players and do that, that'd be fan. That'd be amazing. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, I, all the monster <laughs> hunting, it would be fantastic. Now here's the other thing. I hundred percent agree with you. I didn't think about like a like a hunter versus hunter sort of thing where mm-hmm. you have an, you're like Uncharted style. So it'd be more human v human encounters. Right. Um, but I think you could play around with the character load, uh, looks and the avatars that you mm-hmm. customize and stuff. Then you could play around with the weapon loadouts. Maybe you're limited to just like two or three. 
Mm-hmm. And and within those two or three, it's like certain ammo types as well are limited, maybe. Right. And then the other thing that I would want to see in terms of human v. human action, or actually two other things. One would be time trials. So like hunting grounds, but now there's a leaderboard. <laughs> right. That would be pretty other, cool. And the other thing I would want to see is 1v1 duels. Because they, they hint at it in like the one of the, not the final encounter, but that one guy, um, the, the Shadow Karja yeah uh, yeah psycho um where there was a a gladiator arena and you were Mm -hmm. supposed to face off and they could have like you and another hunter are facing off and then there's like four like two behemoths in the arena as well causing (laughs) chaos that would be and if you and if like there's like a thunder jaw in the arena who someone could be like oh shit i can take advantage of distracting him with that I'll dismantle the giant like blaster on the Thunderjaw, and now I have an advantage against this guy. Yeah. But in the meantime, that guy, the the hunter, could have come up with you know whoever knows however many other traps. Or another thing of the 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 one v one could be like you're in the jungle and it's very like Predator one style where it's like you're laying traps for each other. Hmm. That would be really cool, actually. I was I was like envisioning it even a step further than that and like one v one in the jungle with like all those animals and stuff like that. Yeah. But like purely you have nothing. Like you have to build all of your equipment. Oh so, like, okay, so you start with nothing and you escalate. I think Division yeah. did something like that recently with yep. one of their DLCs. Yep. Oh my god. They, they could have a whole yeah see if they could do okay, I'm okay if they take another five years to make this sequel. Yes. If they incorporate all this. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be the best thing. Like, they could even that... do a team v team on that style. Yes. Like it could be very multiple variations of that. Yeah, so multiplayer across the board, I think there's a lot of potential. I I agree and especially this is the kill zone guys, right? Like yeah. this is something that they know how to do. Like given kill zone isn't like a huge multiplayer thing, but they've they they understand the structure. Like them doing a single player game was more of a, <laughs> a well, jump into the deep end. It was a jump in the deep end doing the single player, but it was also I think because they this was the they were developing the engine for this game, and mm. that and that engine has now also been used uh, chosen by Kojima's team for Death yes. Stranding, so yes. I think that had a lot of what to what what needed to be done with like. Not only is the game being developed, but this engine is new. We've never used it before, so we're developing that as well, taking the time and care to make sure it's refined so that it's the foundation of future possible you know, iterations. Yeah. Um, and aside from multiplayer, I think there, there – so I recently read in the latest uh, issue of Game Informer, they did an interview with one of the developers, and they were talking about like something I mentioned in the last episode about the like the – the variety of weapon load, like weapons available, but the limitations mm-hmm. of the loadout, like with the way they've uh, interfaced it, and they right. were saying like that, you know, we did it to the best of our ability, but we already do have ideas of changing it so as to incorporate more weapons to your like easily available to you. Ooh. So I would love to see little <laughs> tweaks to the user interface like that. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, I, and I- I think that's along the lines of more of like realistic DLC that might be coming down the pipeline. Yeah, I could see that as DLC. I could see that as like, I mean, pending how they approach, if they approach multiplayer, it could be things where they're like constantly patching. So Mm -hmm. the next one, maybe they take as long as this one because they set up the next one to be more of a, 
not just a single player campaign, but maybe they take like the division destiny approach where this next one might be a platform to which they launch iterations upon. So they'll be like, here's initial wave, here's story content, here's your, mm-hmm. here's your multiplayer layout. And then as we want to make more, we're not going to like wait for a third one. We'll just iterate on this one with like expansions so that yeah. the story continues possibly. I don't know. I've, I'm seeing more major like AAA companies taking on this model, business model. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting. It's it's kind of like you, you see what works, what doesn't work, what, what companies are falling uh, under similar pitfalls. Mm-hmm. Um, how they approach differently, like Division's approach to PvP was drastically different than Destiny's, and it's like a similar kind of like open MMO slash shooter world. Right. I wonder how how if if uh, they decide to venture in that direction, if they would do that. I they could totally keep it the way it is, and I'm 100 percent fine with it. Like there's no qualms. It's just kind of curiosity, I would say. Yeah, and I mean. The thing with multiplayer, right, is like, so right now, as Horizon Zero Dawn is, it's a single player game. Right. So it, it's a singular experience that we've all gotten to have. And, you know, it, it's kind experience. of like, yeah, it's fantastic. But we all get to sort of have our own aspirations kind of impressed upon it. Sure. But then the second you turn it into multiplayer, you're you're going to have some nine-year-old saying that he fucked your mother after he shot you with an arrow. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that that could be I could like how does uh Uncharted handle it? Do they have in-game voice chat? They they do, unfortunately. Uh, and so like, I mean, I just find that a lot of the people that play Uncharted and Last of Us um, multiplayer and like, you know, our listeners can obviously correct me on this. They don't tend to stick around. The like the Call of Duty sort of pardon my French fuckboys that just like scream at you and like tell you that you, that they've fucked your mom. Like those guys tend to not stay around in like these sort of rich content games. Cause they're always like, well, I want to go back to call of duty, sure. you know? And it's just like, okay. I, but I mean, I don't know. It, it's just really, it really scares me kind of like, cause this game is so pristine. It's like yeah. Where it is. I mean, so. okay. So what you, what you were saying to touch on the uncharted stuff, I, to this day, know people that are still playing the last of us multiplayer. Oh yeah. And yeah. it's crazy that like a game that came out on the PS3 end cycle and then like remastered for the PS4 are still playing it in, a, in the multiplayer aspects. Um, so I do think there is an audience for this. I just think, yeah, they might. Uh, okay. I would say that whole Division Destiny style mode pro- won't probably be seen in the next iteration, but maybe the third, um, yeah, one if it you know if they decide if they don't have a whole different other direction by then. But I do want to see these at least a few of these multiplayer modes um, explored. I think they're they have it, they have a good problem where it's like we could do all of these. But resource mm-hmm. and time will only limit us to a few now. We could always do the others later. Well, um, I mean, on, on the off chance that the Horizon devs are listening, like in the very slim chance, Horde mode, guys, just just saying, it, it's so good. <laughs> like, Horde mode that, would be awesome. That would be the number one thing I would I would just pray for if, if a multiplayer iteration comes out. Like, I don't understand it. Like, games like Titanfall, mm-hmm. they have this huge following behind horde mode, but Titanfall two still is lacking a horde mode as of today. Like May 2nd, the, like the, the, the protect the frontier or defend the frontier mode does not exist in Titanfall two, which is the most popular mode in Titanfall one. Yeah. That was was fantastic. 
Yeah. And I, I don't get that. Like, so I'm hoping like future devs, like get it while we like beating each other up. We do like fighting cooperatively with other people killing like, yeah. And I mean, if you don't have enough people, just allow us to use a bot or two. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, yeah. Or scale the difficulty based on how many people. Yeah. There's, I mean, there, I think there's, there's super smart people working at gorilla right now. They, they're, they're so smart that they're listening to this podcast, taking exactly. notes. <laughs> exactly. Um, obviously. And we'll, we'll include us in the beta for whatever's coming Yeah, next. I mean, if you want to give us a tour of your studio or have us come on site, give you a little bit of consultation, we'll, we'll manage some, figure out a, a way to manage the time and make it happen. <laughs> got a busy schedule. But, you know, I mean, stuff happens. But uh, and So the other thing I think that does, this is all of these game, I guess these multiplayer modes would depend on would be what is the next like game is it a sequel is it a prequel Mm. how far of a prequel how far of a sequel like location all that all that stuff because i could easily see them going back to the pre like early or going early as far as like when the the uprising of the, the the mechs and stuff first happened and giving us a glimpse of that or somehow Letting it be like two stories are playing at the same time. One in in the new story in in like current present day Horizon Zero Dawn time, or mm-hmm. pre pre Zero Dawn, and one post pre Zero Dawn, um, where you kind of get a bit of it would be totally different like gameplay I would think because you, right. you'd have like shooting uh, a lot of gunfire and then the other one would be much more to what we're familiar with with the with Horizon. I, you know, honestly, I was picturing um, a series of like small sort of game vignettes. So basically, Ooh. like l- little side quests that are yeah. that talk about different time capsules. So she could potentially, like Aloy, could potentially find this like repository of of the past battles, mm-hmm. and then like you could jump into them and you could play through this like five or six mission sequence as that person in the memory. Um, a la Assassin's Creed-ish sort of uh, okay. memory sort of uh, absorption. But then at the same time, um, almost giving it the same treatment as like World War Z did, where it's basically like different sections of when things were going wrong. So it's like, have you read World War Z? Or yeah, World I War love War I love Yeah, that, I think what you hit the nail on the head. Well, using the World War Z model as like different – and then sort of a Battlefield 1 as well, where it was yes. like yes. vignettes of these ones – I could, I mean, depending on how large or small they want to scale that, they, that could easily be a DLC package, mm-hmm. or it could be mm-hmm. its own game. Either way, honestly, if they did each of those like little vignettes as a, de- a DLC per quarter, I would buy the freaking season pass. Oh, 100%. like that, like just in a heartbeat. <laughs> I would definitely do that. Um, I do think, in terms of where they set the sequel or or the next game in the series mm-hmm. i i feel like as much as i i'm curious about the, the the earlier days i think they set it up in a way with uh what's his name um silence, silence. Yeah. yeah how they set him up at the very end i think they're going to go in the direction of a <clears throat> sequel yeah i agree um good oh no that totally makes sense because i mean you're sort of i mean as much as we would love a prequel the the way that the story was laid out you're investigating sort of the origin story of how Horizon Zero Dawn happened in the first place that, you know, you kind of want to see what's moving forward. I can I can totally see why Gorilla would be kind of aiming in that direction. Yeah. So. 
And then the other thing would be, the, uh, the, you you don't have to make it. I mean, yeah, make it where it could be a sequel, but maybe we're not playing as Aloy in this sequel. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe she is a supporting cast member, and you're like, holy shit, I'm playing alongside Aloy. Um, yes. And that helps you build out your character and how you want this new character to have a relationship with Aloy or not have a relationship with Aloy. Who knows? I think that would be really cool, especially like if they do it as like a time skip, right? Yeah. Like, maybe yeah. like two or three years later, like Aloy is like the head of the Nora now, but the Nora now have like a delegation within the Karja and that's where she's like sort of ruling from. And like she's gone missing, and like that's that's sort of like the que- your first quest. Like, Ooh. what the hell? Like, I have to go find Aloy. Like stuff like that, where it's basically taking this already very rich story yeah. and kind of wrapping it around a new character. Like, I would be totally on board with that. I love Aloy. I love Ashley Birch. But like, if they if they wanted to throw in another character, th- this the content's already there. Like, it would yeah. be super easy. I would love that approach where it's like you're looking for her or something. Or if it was like you're led to believe from the get-go, the marketing and everything would be like you're playing a new character in a whole new region. And, you know, Silence uh, turns out to be like the antagonist. So that's like the the, the, the tying bridge between the two games. Right. Um, and he's spreading this, what we know as the gamer, uh, this this uh, renegade issue. Um mm-hmm into this new region and you're playing as this character and exploring. And then as you get later into the story, it's like, Oh, we need help from somewhere. Or you venture in a direction. You're like, Oh shit, that someone has conquered this before. Or like Aloy shows up to help you at like your dire need or something. You're like, Oh shit. And then you're like, yeah, (laughs) fuck yeah. And then you're like, all right, let's go. Yeah, that would, and then that's the way you can incorporate the co-op. Yeah, there you go. It's like one of us plays as Aloy. That would be that would be amazing. Yeah, and and I mean realistically, the direction where they're going. So, Silence went west, right? Like that's that's the direction he ended up going. And if we take the geography of how the game is laid out, like it's the, I'd say it's like the middle of America because you have you have zones from like Arizona and like the Great Plains and the Rockies. Yeah. Um, in this layout, so I'm I would be psyched to see a coastal town. Because there were there was there was talks of these like robots basically ravaging the islands and like kind of spreading out from China with all their biomass yeah. and like wrecking things and and my favorite Easter egg in the entire game, which uh-huh. you can only find by doing a side quest, was there's a reference to another culture that you never see in the game, like you see one person in that tribal gear, but that you don't see them. They're not Karja. They're not Bonak. They're not Nora. Right. They're not. Um, but they have this weird Polynesian look to them mm-hmm. and they have like bamboo armor. That was my favorite thing. Cause I was just like, you are DLC. Like you're, I don't <laughs> care what your name is. You are DLC. I want to see where you're from. I want to play in that zone. Yeah. Cause that would be amazing. I would love and, that. Yeah. So, and think of like the, the mech beasts and stuff in that region. Oh my God. Dragons, please, please just, <laughs> oh, just geez. give me, give me a sea serpent mech. Like, I, I want that so bad. Just come, because the thing is like, okay, they've made the T-Rex super mech, which totally love it. They've made the freaking Stormhawk, like totally love it. But good Lord, could you imagine what a dragon would look like? Like it has all those canisters on its spine, like they were spikes. But the problem is it can shoot out like a giant beam that basically just Jesus scours Christ. everything. <laughs> like... That'd be fucking gnarly. So 
my here's my theory my uh other approach to like instead of just going to a small region not a small region but like a a region where it's like a bunch of different uh, landscapes in that one region mm-hmm. they could potentially if they want to like up the scale have something where it's like now that Aloy and, and the group have overcome everything they've now further advanced things in time jump and so transportation across long distances they they'll might they might have like rangers that like go across country or across you know oceans and so like you you might have this like epic journey now where you're not only traveling uh, through like all of what was america but now you're going into europe and seeing what sort of their their robotic landscape is like and then maybe you're going to like old russia and it's like like a some like mastodon submarine thing or something <laughs> well i so there there is the poseidon ai that is one yeah. of the ais that they don't talk that's where like the sea serpent thing came from there you I'm, go I'm sorry. Like, if, they, if like, they go into like other regions where like maybe their resistance teams or their tech somehow not the not the beasts that were tech but like the uh maybe they had their own versions of ai fail safes and they mm-hmm. had like more mythology incorporated within them, so they could be like, "Oh, we want like Egyptian, you know, mythology." So oh. I don't know. I think they could go wild. I think it's just a matter of reining it in, <laughs> right? So they don't go too wild, too, too well, fast, too furious. I, I'm picturing like Silens going to Europe and and creating a self styled like Egyptian empire using the using the like the um, Hades AI, oh, but Hades shit. basically rebrands himself as Anubis. Like, and this whole other, like, setup starts going on from that. Like, oh, this, like, you know, the one thing that kind of struck me about this game is that it, it has such a good base that you can just keep writing in it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't write fan fiction, but like, when I played this game, I was like, I want to write all the things. (laughs) Like, your side stories are even more fun to, like, listen to than some games like main quests. Yeah, yeah you know? absolutely. And, and, I mean, that could be the other thing. The DLC could just be a bunch of side quests, and that would be, be perfectly fun. Yeah, that would be amazing. So another thing, I, I wrote down a few other ideas. One would be, this is more to the to similarities, not so much to the story, story scope, but more to, like, the in-game kind of, like, day-by-day day by day stuff. Mm-hmm. Um like the weapons loadout. Uh, so if we talked about last episode where if you could like not only override a beast, but also be able to have like some basic commands. Oh, yes. Yes. That would um, be I would love ideal. that. Like a D-pad sort of like set up where it's like, oh, left is this command, up is this command or something to that effect. Uh, would That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and the other thing uh, with override, I don't know. How many – is there a limit to how many things you can override? Uh, there isn't. There's a time limit, though. And I no, mean, you, you can feel, get if you if you unlock the the one of the skill nodes, you get rid of that time limit. Yeah, and I mean, like the trick is though that it's like because it's a single player game, right? Like things will despawn. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so so it's like I'll okay. override like all the giraffes, <laughs> and then I will walk across the map, override all the and giraffes, then, and come yeah. back, and yeah. But I mean, this could be remedied by that DLC you're talking about, where it's just like simple directional button commands like i don't even need you to get as micros left and right just give me follow and attack that's it sure that's 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 all i want yeah it could be as basic as that like any any sort of just hinting at like yeah 100 percent. yeah the the other thing i would like is and this would be more akin to monster hunter i would say Mm -hmm. is some weapon or armor i guess further customization they kind of were rpg light with this game 
It yes. was en- it was enough there to get you hooked, but I could definitely. I'm wondering what the new balance will be as they add more things because I would love to like beat uh, like be like okay I'm beating a, I I have a, a, a an objective aside from, like a personal goal to be like an investment to be like I want to go out and find like ten saber uh, thunder jaws because right. if I fight ten thunder jaws. I have a chance of getting at least like five of this these items so that I felt like what I was getting out of those armor pieces in this game wasn't as bit much of a value. I was like, okay, well, I already have that weapon. And once I have that weapon, that's it. I, yeah, I, I need nothing else sort of thing where it's just like, oh, man, if you kill a Thunderjaw, it could drop a Thunderjaw tooth. And then you could use the Thunderjaw tooth to make a Thunderjaw sword. <laughs> Yeah, or, or a Thunderjaw axe or spear or, or something Or some like modification that. that is, like, unique to Thunderjaw. Like yeah. It's, it's somehow it's like you're incorporating the beast into you. In some, yeah. I don't know. I think they, there's room for that as well. Like, weapons or armor. That way, it get, no, like, aside from the base set of armors that they, they uh, allot, they could, they could, like, have a, I mean, a, a plethora of different types. Yeah. That, I, <laughs> again, it's a matter of just like how far do, you could go down that rabbit hole all the way, and that's a, a thing of its own. Right. And you said, as you said, it's a, it's a good problem to have. Right? Yeah. Like they just have a lot of content here. So I I have a question for you, Karash. What's up? What would be the most like the worst DLC that you could see happen for this game? Like, what do you think could potentially like mess up Horizon Zero Dawn if they offered it as a DLC? For instance. Ghost Recon Wildlands was a really good game. Their first DLC that came out was basically Grand Theft Auto. Mm. And it was it was bad. Like it's universally panned. People hate this thing. Mm. And they're like, "Oh man, like, you know, Ghost Recon was nice and serious and all this stuff, and then they gave you the ability to get like neon green pants with like stunner shades." And it's just like, "Well, that game's done." So, what do you think could possibly happen to Horizon that might get that kind of reaction? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Who was the one guy that you saved early on when you were younger and then he ended up becoming like a vendor or something? Uh, Yeah, the little weaver dude. I forgot his name. <laughs> Where you have to... I would be pissed off if I, the DLC was like a story pack for him where you play as him. That would piss me off. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I, other, other than that... um. I, I don't know. There was just like a few characters. I was like, I give zero fucks about you. <laughs> I know you're trying to make me care. I don't. Yeah. Like I yeah. almost I, I, up until I started doing some of his side quests, I really almost didn't care about Aaron. Mm. But I started to care. Well, like once I once I saw him again, I'm like, OK, I'll, I'll do your deal. Your uh, side stories. And I was like, oh, OK, I like this. This is cool. Yeah. You make you make sense. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but right, right off the get go, I'm like, I don't know what it is about you. You bugged me. Um, aside from that, I don't know. What, do you have any that you can think of? Um, I, this goes back to the whole multiplayer DLC that we were talking about. Like, if they just do the multiplayer and they don't execute it well, they do like your standard deathmatch sort of thing, but don't give it that sort of Horizon Zero Dawn treatment. Literally, just throw a bunch of people in a room with bows and arrows, like. I don't see it killing it, but I seeing it being like this is kind of a half baked effort. Yeah, considering like, yeah, considering how good the mechanics of this game are, like it would be a crime to not have a very robust multiplayer if that even is 
a planned DLC, you know? So Yeah, I I mean I think so here's one I can think of the them doing um you know Arkham the mm-hmm. Arkham series, they have the they don't have necessarily multiplayer, but they have like the um you could either fight off waves mm-hmm. or you can fight off or you can do the stealth challenges. I could totally see this game doing that approach too. Um, mm. And I was never – this is, again, I think it would speak to some people but not to all people. I was mm-hmm. never a huge – from what I told you in the last podcast, I wasn't really a big stealth player. So if it was like a completely only stealth like DLC, I'd be like, all right, I mean, I might play it. But – That's true. I don't like – I don't want to be invested and be like, okay, I want to get the best time or I want to get 100% on the stealth. Like, well, It, would, it what- would sort of be like just challenges that I didn't care for. What, what I think they did really well, though, in the game the, is that the missions could go stealthy or active, depending right. on how you play it. So I don't, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very uh, optimistic that they wouldn't do that. They would just give us a mission pack. Sure. Like, I would, I can, would like that. Like where yeah. I have the option to play how I do want to approach it. But if it was yeah. like, do these in a stealth way, I'm like, eh, okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime that again, like that actually almost killed me in playing Metal Gear. Because Metal Gear is like the 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 stealth game, and like I I was just like I can't I can't keep playing, like I I don't want to sneak around right now. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no there didn't feel like there was risk right, but like when we're playing Horizon, I'm like I felt like sneaking around because that's a giant robot saber tooth tiger. <laughs> like yeah, I would say another thing that would if we're going like what would turn me away from this if they did something like Fallout Four where you have a community to manage and customize. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think that would fit. Like, no. I'd rather leave someone in charge of it and be like, okay, I, what side quest do you need me to do for you to, yeah. to keep your village protected? I don't want to build a village. Wait, so, I, like, that goes more along the Zelda Breath of the Wild Terrytown uh, route. Um, sorry. Spoilers. Oh, God. Oh, God. Spoilers. But, uh, <laughs> like, have you done that, that line of quests? I have not. In... I'm sorry. It's okay. I am trying to get through Zelda right now. Um, you, for yeah, our, for <laughs> for the next, uh, <laughs> I'm going fast. You can't see it right now, Garage, but I'm judging you right now. Hey, <laughs> I'm savoring it. That's all I can you, say. You've had a switch longer than me, man. Like I'm, I'm loving I'm, it. I I haven't done a single like main mission in over a month, and I've been I'm still having fun with it. Like that's a testament to the game. Well, I'm saying like don't stop having fun with it, but I'm just like. I, I've gotten to the point where the game literally screamed at me to finish the game. Like, so you can only save her for so long. Okay. <laughs> I will. I am. I'm taking your advice, and I'm going. I'm going to finish it. Okay. Perhaps. Well. Okay. But we'll, we'll, so you, we'll can des- that. you can describe a little bit of it. Um. Oh, the Terrytown. Yeah. So the the Terrytown quest is exactly the way you're describing it. Um. You basically carry out a bunch of objectives, and the town grows because of it. But you don't sit there having to sit micro everything. So it's actually a really cool way of storytelling because it's basically just a chain of side quests and your reward at the end of that side quest is a entire town is built. Oh, okay. uh, so that like that was really cool because it basically gave you the sort of community feeling of Fallout without having to feel like you're also the architect, structural engineer and irrigation guy. Like, you didn't have to do all the other stuff. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't want to do a Minecraft or, like, a Sim, like, a Sim City with with this game. If they make a, like, yeah, if they incorporate it in a way where it's, like, 
by doing these story missions, the the place is able to build itself or something to that effect. I mm-hmm. think I can get behind that. I think that would fit within what this game is and what its identity is. But I don't think like you picking a bunch of parts and like putting them together and and like Dragon yeah. Quest builders or Minecrafting it. it it's yeah. not what Horizon is. No, 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 so. no. And it, and it doesn't fit with Aloy's personality, right? Like, yeah. She'd just be like, you want me to build what now? No, 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 no. I'm going that way. See you. I'm, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Give me a Thunderjaw any day. Yeah, exactly. I would rather fight that Thunderjaw with a twig than have to do any sort of building with your quote-unquote community. I'm, I'm hearing this in Ashley Birch's voice, in her, like, <laughs> in her, yeah. like, her psychotic Tiny Tina voice, as opposed to, like, oh, Aloy's, like, sassy character. Um but, I mean, it's the same person, so obviously yep. it'll sound the same. <laughs> she just plays all the characters. She does. She And she, she plays them well. I, I love when she plays a psychotic character, though. Like, oh, Aloy God. was a little vanilla for Ashley's uh, repertoire. Um, it was very, did... very sophisticated. I was like, oh, you're classing it up. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet you're resisting the urge. There must be a blooper reel somewhere where she's, like, just goes, goes full, like, batshit crazy as Aloy. I, we have a task tonight, then. We need to tweet at her and ask if there is a <laughs> booper reel that the internet needs to see. Because I, I can totally see her being like, oh, my God, a thunder jump. Oh, a thunder fuck, I can't fuck say that. what? A fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, it hit me in the face. No, wait. Oh, God. It's a thundercock. I mean, jaw. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> just... I would, I would, I would listen to that. I would, I would just put that, even if it's like an hour and a half long. I would, Horizon, I would to that. Horizon Zero Dawn, the audio files, <laughs> the blue, the the rated R edition. Oh my god, that would be so good. The audio logs that Aloy didn't want you to find. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, I had no idea you had such a potty mouth. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're literally being eaten by robots. You want me to be serious right now? <laughs> Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. I'll I'll have to. I'm gonna be on that tonight. I'm gonna message you. I'll try. We'll yeah. see. See what happens. But okay. Yeah, I think uh, we. I mean, Gorilla, you heard it all here. We got over 40 minutes of things, demands, and wishes wishes that we want to see. At yeah. least in the next one, and then yeah, you can worry about making it even better in the next 10 Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> but please, God, keep making Horizon Zero Dawns. Yeah, like, don't keep, stop. Stay in this universe. Don't pull a Nintendo where oh. you just discontinue something for no yeah. fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Nintendo! Like, why do you do this? And then yeah. release 20 consoles to make up for it. Yeah. So, <laughs> Awesome. Sorry. Well, cool. I think that would uh, that wraps up Horizon Zero Dawn. In, uh, nips it in the bud right there. Fantastic yeah. game. Highly recommend it, Jay. Very recommended. Agree? Super recommended. Super recommended. I would, if this game came out before I had a PS4, I would buy a PS4 to play this game. That is how. This is going to be, I bet you Christmas bundles this year are going to be, our holiday bundles are all going to be like Zero Dawn and, and or Destiny. Like probably just Zero Dawn. No, never scratch Destiny. It's just going to be Zero Dawn. Yeah. Cause Destiny's got it. It's cross platform. Yeah. And well, I, that the thing is, there is going to be the Destiny exclusive like consoles that release when D two comes out. That's like well, a whole other thing. Yeah, it's a whole other <laughs> thing because now they're going into PC now too. So what happens there? Oh, oh uh, no! I... It's, it, 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 it's a whole other can of worms that Bungie's opened up. So anyway, um, <laughs> that concludes this week's monthly. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Karosh. You can find me at Cujo Prime. 
and uh, I have my co-host, Jay. Where can they find you? They can find me at Geekitect on Twitter. Uh, more than happy to talk to anyone that wants to talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have our SoundCloud page and iTunes. Like, subscribe, leave a review, give us some feedback. We're all ears. Yes. Um, and what's what's uh, what's the next game we're going to be talking about, Jay? I, I don't know. There was something that came out around when Horizon Zero Dawn came out. It was like from that really tiny franchise that no one knows about. Oh, right. Puyo Puyo Tetra. Yeah, Puyo Puyo. What, what? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I couldn't say that with a straight face. <laughs> no, we are playing Zelda. And we are, we are going to talk Zelda. Because, yeah. damn it, all the nostalgias. And this is, and yeah. I mean, this almost killed Horizon for me. Really? So, I mean, yeah, like, because it almost stopped it. Like, if I was able to get my hands on a Switch, I actually might, may never have played Horizon. So, so, small tidbit for me about that. I got them both around, like, I got Horizon, and then Zelda I had in my Switch show up the Friday after Horizon came out. Mm-hmm. I was not touching that until I beat Horizon. Because I, <laughs> I knew what I would do is I would jump to Zelda, but I was like... I, I can't dis- do a disservice to Ashley and a- Aloy and Horizon. Right. And I was glad because the whole time I was playing Zelda, we can get into it much more then, but there was an appreciation. I don't, I honestly don't feel, aside from time that it takes away f- like from one or the other, I don't mm-hmm. feel like they hindered each other. I think like they both showed the best of open worlds in very, in their own ways. And I'm like, you two rock. Mm-hmm. I, I I will agree with that, but I'm as the way that I play video games, it it may have actually stopped me. Sure, yeah. I mean, so. that's the thing. It's the time. It's like it, I, there's only 24 hours in a day. We're both working people. Yeah, we're adults. Adulting. I mean, okay, we're we attractive. <laughs> we have we have significant others. I mean, it's a gift <laughs> and a curse. I mean, come on. It, it really is. It really is. <laughs> oh, God damn these looks. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well. uh... It's been great talking to you, Jay. I'll see you next time. Likewise. Sounds good. Later, man. Later.